0: Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day three with Caleb and Joshua Gober from Canaanland Ministries or Canaanland Bible Training Center. So great to have you guys with me today. Thank and uh, it's been a blessing to just get excited hearing about uh, these kind of testimonies of what God can do. And, you know, God is so big. The devil tries to convince us that we've, we're not worth anything and we've messed up so bad, but God, God's blood can cover any of that. And Canaan did, right? End it, right? Amen. So. Well, Father, we come today ready to receive again. We're so thankful for this message and this example, this ministry, Father. We're we're ready to receive what you have for us today in Jesus' name. Amen. All yours, guys. Well, Joshua can jump in wherever he wants in the storyline.
1: But, you know, we talked about how Dad had a radical encounter with uh, Jesus in the most real way, how he met my mom a little bit, you know, this week. And, you know, when I think back, you know, in him telling the story, He wanted to help young kids before they ever went down the track and the path that he went down. And so in praying about where to go, there's actually, I'll back up a little bit further just for the listener, because before all this happened, you know, dad was out sharing his testimony about how God changed his life. And so he was at this church. Now, you know, as he was learning to Follow Jesus. He was looking at other people and what they had and what he needed, you know. And he said he got a hold of a book by Dr. Oral Roberts called A Daily Guide to Miracles, and it started teaching him how God was a source, so let's see the way from yourself for desired result, and then expect a miracle. And so he was learning all this, and he only had six dollars to his name. He worked at an asphalt plant. And he said, Jesus, if this stuff is real, then I'll serve you and follow you and live this way for the rest of my life. And so he was in a service and he said, God, I'm going to trust you with this last six dollars, you know, that I have for the week until I get paid again. I'm going to trust you with it. I'm going to sow it. And also at the time he had his house sold, S-O-L-D. But he said the Lord prompted him to sow it, to sow his house, to give it away. And so he did. He gave his house away, so he didn't have a place to stay. He's got six dollars to his name for the rest of the week. He chooses to. He's he's learning about God's my source, not people. And so he gives the six dollars away. The next day, somebody calls him, and they said, "I'm I'm going away on a trip." or a promotion, a job. I got to leave the state. And he said, uh, I have two vehicles. And he said, one, he said, I just want to give to you. And then he said, the other one, he said, sell it when you can. I'll give you my address and everything. And you can just mail me half of the money. I trust you. We'll split the money down the middle. So all of a sudden, next day, vehicle and money in his pocket. next day. And then he's going to speak in Texas at a, and now I think he's in Birmingham, Alabama at this time. So he's going to Texas to speak at a Methodist Sunday school class. And so when he comes back, he literally does not know where he's going to stay. And so before he goes to Texas, he has a bunch of clothes that he wants to give away and he takes it to a teen challenge. So he's there at Teen Challenge and he's giving clothes to the men there. Well, he decides to stick around for a little bit and play ping pong. He he enjoyed ping pong. So he's playing ping pong with one of the students. So the director of the Teen Challenge home, Birmingham, comes out and he says, hey, you're Matt Gober. And he says, yeah, how'd you know? He said, well, my guys were at this uh, church, uh, you know, whenever that was. He said, they heard you share your testimony and everything. And he said... From what I'm hearing, he said, my goodness, it's, it's such a, a powerful testimony. He said, I don't know if you would even be interested in this, but he said, um, I can't offer you much. I can probably only give you $100 a week, but he said, I can give you $100 a week. He said, I can give you a place to stay. You won't have to uh, pay for a place to stay. This is right after he gave his home away. He <laughs> has no place to stay when he comes back wow. from Texas. And he says, i can give you a place to stay, about $100 uh, week, and um, you know you can teach the the men and the Bible classes and everything. And my goodness, my dad started breaking. He just he was weeping and crying. At the goodness of God, Praise. God was his source. God was providing for him. Praise he's God. like, man, I would pay you to come here and do this. He's he's like, you mean I get to preach to them all these classes and they can't go anywhere? And he's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, man, I got a captive audience, you know, and uh, teach the word. And so my dad would have stayed there for the rest of his life, he said, had not God showed him another way. So in prayer, in seeking the Lord for the direction of his life, the Lord put in them to help kids when they're young before they ever went down the path that they went. And so he had an invite from a high school in Millbrook, Alabama, to come and they were going to pay for his place to stay, his housing, everything, and he was to come there and think was it, be a principal, yeah, of the high school. And he's like, "This is perfect. This is perfect." And, he was pre- and so, anyways, uh, they they pull up, they obey God, they move to Millbrook, Alabama, place to stay, everything, and it wasn't too long after that. The guy over the school, and they had a church that was associated with the school, the high school. He said, "He said I can't explain it, and uh, he said I don't, I don't really have any reason other than the fact that I believe that God wants me to let you go." And he says, "Let me go." He said, "We just, we just got here. You paid for us to come. You know, we're here." And he said, "He said, can you?" You can't give me any kind of reason. He's like, No, I can't give you a reason. He said, I just believe I'm supposed to let you go. Wow. And so my dad said, you know, he left that evening and he said he started walking down down the road. They didn't live far from the school, the, the house. So he just decided to walk home and he said, every step that he took, he said he blessed that pastor out. He said, Send more people to his church than ever before. Let that high school grow more than it ever has. Lord, be good to that. I mean, he started like truly blessing him, Mm -hmm. you know, bless him, bless his family. And uh, he chose not to get bitter and not to get offended because he had read the story about David and when Saul was out to kill him. And even when David could have had him in the cave, I don't have time to break down that whole story, but he even rebuked his own men and said, don't touch God's anointed, you you know? And so dad understood that and said, I'm not going to touch God's anointed. So people tried to call him and says, we don't agree with what happened. He wasn't right to do that. We're leaving the church. And he got onto him. He said, don't you go anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. And so on the midweek service, he asked permission to say something. He's like, Pastor, can I say something tonight? And he he said, you could tell the pastor was like, whoa. he said, but then he explained what he wanted to do. So he got up and he said, told the church. He said, don't go anywhere. This is my church. This is my pastor. My tithe is still going here. And we love him and everything's going to be all right. And I think it was that moment that really, Propelled him forward because if he got offended and bitter, I think it could have went a completely different direction. Oh, yes. And so, in seeking the Lord, we can share a little bit next in the right. next uh, podcast possibly. Yep. But the Lord showed them exactly what to do, and they started Canaan land in their own home. Wow! After much prayer,
0: and those of you that missed the first podcast or two, we're talking about a few years prior to this, a hardened motorcycle gang member yeah, yeah. right this That's is right. this is a few years later and what god can do in somebody's life wow praise god josh you would pray for us
1: Hello, oh, father we just thank you uh, for this podcast we thank you for this day and we pray for these people listening that they heard what we our brother Caleb was talking about today but also they get a hold of your forgiveness lord and i thank you that uh, as they realize that how much God has done for them. They can turn around and forgive other people. It doesn't matter what they've done. It doesn't matter if they've been fired right. or talked about or robbed or whatever. They can turn around and sow the seed of forgiveness and love into those people. We just thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name,
0: amen. 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 And how can they contact your ministry again, please?
1: Caneland.com, dot dcom You can go there and learn about us if you feel called to support, you can. There's a place to do that. And, you know, that's all we do is share the vision of what we do. And it's God's job to speak to everybody's heart
0: in connecting with us. But God has never failed us. Amen. Well, folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.